My name is Bob, and welcome to the BNS Awesome Podcast. Best podcast in the Elk Valley! Okay, let's calm down there. We're uh, peaking. <laughs> okay. Hi, podcast. Well, today we were here to talk about books somewhat based on the novels of Michael Crichton. I think we'll just go through them. We'll pick one, talk about it, and then move on. Bob likes Michael Crichton. He was my favorite author as a child. It's probably why I'm, I'm so dour and weird now. Maybe. I could see that. He looked like a kind of a weird dude. <laughs> Alright, so let's start off. Let's w- talk about the one we just watched. It was called Rising Sun. And give us a rundown on Rising Sun, Scott. Okay. So, Sean Connery has been Sean Connery. And West- John Connery. John Ray. Connery. Okay. <laughs> if Sean Connery. Being Sean Connery. In the most Sean Connery ways he can be Sean Connery. He's like, oh, hello there. What's your name? Pussy Galore, I bet. Ah, get it? I was a Bond villain. No, he was Bond. No, I was Bond. I was Bond, <laughs> sorry. Yes, yes. Budweiser, king of beer. <laughs> We're going to get that sponsorship, I guess. Come One on, way or the other. Uh, right now, the movie is uh, weird stuff at the start. Can, you, want, you want me just to handle this one on this one? I would one? much rather you handle this because... Okay, Rising Sun is a story of a foreign corporation trying to take over an American corporation, buying them out, having an inaugural celebration party, and a murder happening at this party. It's and then like it's, the it's blue, there's, there's, with Asian <laughs> there's all these different factions... Because, you know, as they say, business is war, and then two unlucky people who are dragged into it, but one of them isn't really dragged into it, but, He's you know. kind of on the one side of the corp- one corporation. Yeah, like, when, when he gets shot in the vest, there's only one guy with a gun there, and you see what direction. And he fires afterwards, you're like, well, that's, of course that's his gun. Well, let's, we'll, we'll get into spoilers after, but the whole thing is, it's a whodunit. It's a whodunit movie. Whodunit. Surrounded by Hold political down. and business intrigue. Oh down. I quite enjoyed this movie when I first saw it, and I read the book, and I quite liked the book. I think the book would be better. I think it would kind of clear things more up more. No. <laughs> the, the ending's kind of muddled in, like, 16 different other things happening in it. Know what I mean? Like, they muddled. Yeah, so we'll get, we'll get spoilers. This whole episode, spoilers. If, if you haven't seen these movies from the 80s and 90s we're talking about... Go to hell. <laughs> you don't fucking watch this, you go to hell. We are going to be talking about Jurassic Park and World at the end, though, so spoilers. Yeah, so that, yeah, yeah. So the big commonality between the two movies is there's the Lost Raptors in both movies. He's talking about the actress who, is, the character in the movie has the deformed left hand. Raptor girl, we call her. <laughs> yeah, keep going, Bob. Um, Wesley Snipes <laughs> plays a cop doing Wesley Snipes things. He, you know, he... You know what I was missing in this? Like, there could have been more action scenes. That's what I thought. I think it had just enough action scenes. Oh, like, well, yeah. I, and I so. quite enjoyed the back and forth. I like seeing Sean Connery and Leslie Sykes playing off each other because it makes me laugh. Like, their chemistry in the movie is uh, great. True, like, Wesley <laughs> Snipes' fight scenes, great. Sean Connery, there's, like, one part, like, you see his, like, old man leg come up, and you're like, oh, my God, I think he's going to tip over. <laughs> guys are just, like, falling around him. I laughed hard, like h- harder than I probably should have. Yeah, but 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 their actual chemistry and relationship in the movie, how they meet, start oh, off, yeah, and they, yeah, they do the senpai thing. And senpai kohai. Kohai, yeah, yeah. So, wrong guy, wrong century. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some good black like like racist humor in it. It's like 
There's like a white guy. He's like, go and get my car. You bring around Cinder's car. And he looks at him. He's like, wrong time. Or wrong guy. Wrong century. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and your mother was a hooker. The other one I like is, <laughs> I guess that makes it all white. <laughs> all whitey dad. Oh, this is the debris. I, I need this $100,000 golf membership. Yeah. But yeah, like, uh, basically getting deeper into the plot, police officers are called, everybody, this whole thing is a conspiracy with everybody paying everybody else off, so basically the only two that we can reliably trust in this movie are Sean Connery and Wesley Snipes, but even they don't trust each other to a point, because clearly there's something else going on here. I think Wesley Snipes is really the only person you can trust, because... Because he's the protagonist of the movie. Plus, he's a black guy <laughs> dealing with Asians and whites. Like, he's like a good moderator or anything between the two. Scott, you say very controversial things. <laughs> and you have controversial thoughts. But, but yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, uh, so, like I say, they get into the investigation and it soon becomes clear that the Yakuza is involved. Corporations, yeah. rival corporations, and the corporation itself are paying people off, like the police force. Yeah, the police force is like, they're like, oh no, you shouldn't be like fucking with our. <laughs> he, he literally is like, dude, just take the buyout, pretty much. He says, yeah, just, just, just take it. You're, you're throwing us all under the bus to save one dead nip. Because like, this yeah, is what it, they get into. <laughs> it's crazy. Like those are the exact lines in the movie. It's so basically like, like I say, Scott's a little busy. So this movie. It plays on the fears of selling off American military assets to foreign countries. Yeah. And basically this this murder is just... It's an opportunity they saw they took to swing a senator to the other side. And then basically the whole thing stems from controlling the senator and the police force. And the two main characters trying to investigate what's happening. But only, only yeah. one of them may be actually trying to figure that one out. And the other one may be in on the conspiracy. Applause, please. <laughs> Applause. Everybody should just applaud that. I don't even care if you don't know what I'm, I'm talking about, but it was good. I enjoyed that. Okay, so this is the first time you saw this movie. Bob obviously didn't. Let's, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm trying to get through a synopsis. You just no, keep okay. doing this. Sorry, I'm sorry. Go, go, Bob. So basically, we're not going to ruin everything, but it's a murder mystery, whodunit, political business, espionage. In the end... They reveal who did it, kind of, and then who else who did it, kind of, but everything's thrown into doubt. So it's like, does it really matter in the end? It's like, the company got exactly what they wanted out of this deal, and... So technically, it worked (laughs) for the company. Well, it did work and they didn't work, because at the end of it, they were like, okay, so like this is a huge scandal, so now we're going to distance ourselves from it. So I guess nobody gets what they want, except the company wasn't implicated. So it's like, it's it's neutral, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, it, it was good. I enjoyed it. What you, you Let's give it your review and your ghost rating. Okay, so I enjoy these kinds of movies as we were talking about. Like, Lucky Number 11 is one of my favorite. Like, you're looking over here to the left and then you're not looking at the right. So it's like, you're trying to figure out what's happening as it's happening. And I got some of it right as I was guessing throughout the movie. And I, I was, was, I was really annoying. I know. I, it's, 
I do it on all movies. But, like, when we're watching... Budweiser, King of Beer. Budweiser. Make sure you, make sure you have your own opinions and such. America. You know, the most likely outcome of this is Budweiser's going to sue us for defamation. <laughs> hey, I have not said any defacing things about Budweiser. I'm saying that they have, like, to get you fucked up. <laughs> Budweiser, King of Beer. And I always say that they're the King of Beer. Come on. Coors Light. Who drinks Coors Light? Fuck you, Coors Light. There, that's how far I went. So... Yeah, like I said, I enjoyed it. I like the the mystery solving. I, I don't know, like I if I were to watch that movie by myself, I would still probably talk the whole way through it trying to figure it out. Like talk it out. And yeah, like like I said, I enjoy that. Lucky number eleven was like my favorite type like that. And I would I wanna review that too sooner or later. Uh them I really they got really good ambience and music. Like I always wanted to just be like, da, da. like I say, there's there's different cuts to this movie. Apparently, what do you think of the yeah, opening? Yeah, the opening didn't need to be there. Did it? <laughs> so uh, when I saw the runtime, it was like two two eight two hours eight minutes. I think it was one forty three for that version. Oh, was it? Still, it could have been like one thirty, one thirty, one twenty five. You need, you need that extended scene about the. That were actually in the world of the Western, where they pull back and reveals the TV. That was absolutely necessary to the plot. Moon Diamond Phillips. I was like, yeah. I was like, is this a Western? Honestly, I would have watched that Western. Like, if it was like Lou Diamond Phillips and like Harvey Keitel, and they're like all going into like the West, I would have been down. But then it turned into something else, but it was good. Let me think. What would I give it for? What do you what do you think of the technological aspect of the movie? Early Photoshop and editing and that interesting intrigue. It's like, oh, that's 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 the disc. That's obviously what's happened. It's crazy to see how like that was state of the art back then. Well, no, no, that that no, that was fine. But like when he he she shows him the video and he's like, oh what? And he starts switching the heads and it's like, oh shit, like shit's getting too far. And I'm. Like, I think that was a lot. Like, a lot of people were just, like, how easy it was to, like, fuck with people back then. Like, well, I saw it on the internet. It must be true. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Is like, that, that was state-of-the-art back then, and it was like, oh, no one could ever imagine that. If you saw it happening, it had to be, re- like, real life. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> it, it was cool, though. It's a critical point to this movie. It's this... The video there's a There's a VCDR little disc kind of thing going on. And it disappears, and they get the, they finally get the original one, and it implicates Wait, somebody. And then it, yeah, then, it, and then it turns out that it's not the original. Yeah, so... Photoshop! Yeah, I would probably give it a three, a solid three. So it'll get a three and a half ghost rating, because I was going to give it a four. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. You're always on the high end of things. Like, I've given lower views than you. When? We have to, somebody go back and look through all our episodes. I know I've given lower reviews than you. I have given lower reviews. There's some movies that you were like, oh, it's so good. And I was like, it's a steaming pile of garbage. And I hate Street it. Fighter? No. Street no, Street I, I like Street Fighter more. You're like, I'm going to give it a seven. And I was like, Bob, we only go up to five. You're like, it's seven, it is. Peaking. You're peaking. I don't even care anymore. Yeah, I, I'd give it a three, a solid three. I would check it. I, like, it holds up. It doesn't need the like tech like there's technology in it and stuff but like even 
there's one line that killed me though when it's like did you see my faxes and he's talking to the guy with the phone <laughs> did you see what i just got over my fax machine yeah, I, 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 it there. I yeah. love that part you're just like if it was nowadays, it'd just be like a screenshot of a picture. It's like... Like, okay, but... Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, you know that stupid Apple commercial where the kid's like, what's a computer? That yeah. Kids these days are like, what's a fax machine? Yeah. They are still in use today. Oh, I know. I, I know. <laughs> Every once in a while, you get somebody, like, who dials a wrong number to our host. It's like, like, what's that noise? Like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, you can send faxes from the fast gas in town, in my town. I have done it because That's still awesome. like government institutions and some businesses, they got still a fax machine. A fax machine, yep. So, yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Uh, I would, I'd watch more of the movies that he has. Michael Kreitenberg, yeah. Great, Michael Kreitenberg. Yeah, you added a Berg in there. Kreitenberg? What is it? Michael Kreiten? Yep. Oh. Kreitenberg should have, would have been cooler. Yeah, he's like, he was Jewish. His name was Michael Kreitenberg. <laughs> I quite, I quite enjoy his books. His movies were actually, you know, Congo's okay. Congo? I, I enjoyed <laughs> Congo. Um, he did... What else did he do? He did a bunch. We, you were going over the list when you were reading. Yeah. But, so we've given Rising Sun a rating of 3.5 out of 5 ghosts. It's an excellent political business drama movie with excellent chemistry between the two main characters. Yes, I agree. Um, okay. That is our final review of Rising Sun. The next thing we're going to talk about is a movie about dinosaurs. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about Jurassic Park. What do you remember about Jurassic Park, Scotty? What the first ones? Yeah. Ex- explain how old were you when you saw it and how you felt. Okay, so <laughs> and I, you, you've never read the book? No. You you know my you know my opinions on the book. Books way better than movies. Yes, but but I I can ex- this is this, this is gonna be like Ready Player One. There's a lot of resemblances because book Spielberg unhappiness between the reader and the viewer but oh. i will admit to this if you made the book into a movie it would be a very different movie and would be a lot longer and it does not lend itself to would like, it work do you think it would yeah. like if you really want to you could probably make a jurassic park like netflix series kind of going on and you could work for out. the book that would that, like you got enough material if like you really wanted to six eight whatever yeah uh so i was Probably six. Wait, when did Jurassic Park come out? The 93, 91. We're, we're doing investigation. Investigating. Investigating. Instigating. All crew. Do, 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 do. Orchid. We'll do scat. That's right. Scott. Scat artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was 93 same year as rising sun oh fuck that's funny sorry so <laughs> now that we're all done with the scat um do you know that scene in the movie Jurassic park where they dig into the scat to see what's hurting the triceratops all right, so you were how old? BNS Scott, BNS cast. <laughs> Our new image will be a poop emoji just to fight with people. Uh, so I would have been 
I saw it in Fernie. I remember. I would have been six. I would have been younger. You would have been five, four, four, five. <laughs> Anyways, so I remember. I I love the movie. My, uh, I believe my stepdad took us to the movie theater, and then. Do you, I, do you have a rundown of remembering what the movie was about? Not really. You can't remember the movie? No, I would. I was six. I just remembered it was awesome. I guess I'll be doing the synopsis dinosaurs. for this one. Yes, dinosaurs. And then it came out roughly close to my birthday, I want to say. Um, I'm just taking a look here. Because the cool thing was, is like they had so many cool, like, yeah, August 13th was their opening weekend. My, my birthday's in October. So on my birthday, our neighbor bought me the Jurassic Park uh like it came in like a, it looked like a Disney box, you know what I mean? And the white, I believe it was a white case. Oh, like the VHS one that's yeah, like bigger. Yeah, the the bigger VHS one, I believe. And she also bought me the coloring book and everything, and like that was my prized possession. I probably didn't even, I don't even think we had a VHS player, but I used to walk around with that coloring book and movie everywhere. Scott, could you explain to our viewers what a VHS tape is? If you don't know what a VHS <laughs> tape is, you're a fucking hipster. No, no, no. Yeah. If, if you if, if, if you know what a if you know what a Betamax is, you're a hipster. <laughs> the first time I watched Willow was on Betamax. You know what I like to play movies on? I like to play movies on my Laserdisc player. Oh, Laserdisc. <laughs> that was like the big one. It was like Laserdisc or Betamax for the for the new stuff, and then nobody went with either of them. They're like, we'll just stick with VHS for now. We got this thing called the DVD. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but still, even like, like Laserdisc and Betamax never went anywhere. Well, they they did in other countries. Oh, did they? Welcome to Russia, where we only have Betamax. <laughs> There's a lot of Godzilla movies on Laserdisc that I would actually like to find, but. <laughs> uh, but I remember, I remember that like very well. Like just like being so pumped about Jurassic Park. I actually have. I believe I have all of them on a disc. Jurassic Park 1, 2, and 3. This uh, episode is brought to you by Biowazer, King of Bees. <laughs> Biowazer, it'll get you up. Well, I'll go into it. For anyone who has not seen Jurassic Park, it is a story of a crazy... Wait a minute, spoilers. I think, I think we've done that enough for an episode, but all right. It is the story of a crazy old man who decides to make a theme park with genetically engineered dinosaurs. He's a rich guy, uses his whole endeavor and his company to do this. But investors don't want to spend any more money because they're nervous about having you know a theme park full of dinosaurs. So they want experts brought in to oversee the park and see how it's going and give their opinion for the investors. So they assemble a group with a paleontologist, Dr. Grant, a herbologist, Ellie, is that her name? Uh, so. Two of Hammond's kids go there because their parents are having a divorce. Hammond's grandkids, sorry. And uh, the lawyer, whose name I can't remember. And yeah, Dr. Ian Malcolm, a no, mathematician. No. They bring a mathematician as part of the expert for their dinosaur oh, park. Because uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he, speci- uh, he specializes in chaos theory. Uh, yeah. I love that. I love that interview. <laughs> Aurora Borealis, yeah. 
But anyhow, so they come through, they're on the park, and uh, unbeknownst to them, an employee called Dennis Nedry has been contacted by one of Injun's competitors who's far behind in the dinosaur game. That's Newman, right? Yes. Okay. But he's contacted by... I can't remember the name of... Because it's in the book. The book's getting into it more. But basically, they're a competition to Engine, and they want the dinosaur embryos. So that's why he puts them in the little can of uh, fake shaving cream. So he disables it for... It's supposed to be 15 minutes, and he'll come back and turn it back on after he, you know, delivers the embryos to the dock. So all the power goes out. He does it on purpose. He tries to go to the dock, crashes, gets killed, power stays off. The rest of the movie is them trying to survive the dinosaurs breaking out of the cages and trying to get the power back on and then leaving the island. And then, depending on the book or the movie version, supposedly, the island was either firebombed, but in the movie version, it apparently wasn't. Well, uh, well, they couldn't make more movies that way. (laughs) He has a, it's been a while since Scotty's watched this, so I know you can barely remember this movie, but uh, I watched this movie a lot. It's probably, I watched it at least last year. Oh, really? Fuck yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it. I have it. I don't even know if it's out of the plastic yet. But yeah. I, I would give it a four, a solid four. It's still one of those movies that holds up. The book was better, but I would give it a solid four. Really? Yes. Oh my god, you just... I hope that didn't get picked up, but I know it did. But, uh... Yeah. We'll have to go and Okay, so then there's the next movie and book. We'll just talk about the movie, per se. See, it's like, I can't remember two and three. I'll help you remember them, all right? I, I'll be doing a lot of talking this episode. This is a warning. This is a Bob, for, Bob. For anybody who doesn't like to listen to me ramble on, it's going to happen till we get to Jurassic World now at this point. Because okay. we just did Rising Sun because we're like, hey, it's related because, you know, Michael Crichton. And the girl has the dinosaur. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> okay, so Lost World happens. It turns out that there was a Site B where it was more industrialized where they grew the dinosaurs and then when they were somewhat grown up they moved them over to the main island. Okay. That was Island Sorna and the main island in the movie Jurassic Park was Island Nublar. They're like 87 miles apart. Yeah. So there's there's a fair amount of distance between them. Okay. So basically it starts off the Lost World. It's InGen, you know, after the incident with the parks are just like, oh... Uh, and uh, Hammond's, Hammond's still in control. Yeah. But a British family lands on Island Sorna, Site B. Right at the very start. Yep. They? Right. At, this, is, this is what kicks everything off because, you know, Hammond's been keeping things under wraps because, yeah. you know, after the events of the park, he becomes a naturalist. He believes, you know what, maybe I was wrong because he's like, because in theory, dinosaurs were only supposed to be able to live six to seven days without being fed because they were bred with lysine deficiency. It was bred into them, so that, like, if they were not fed or transported or else for, unless they're given proper care, they would die. That was the contingency. But it didn't work. That's why life found a way. So that's why they were curious. They're like, they should have died off, you know, when the hurricanes came through and we had to abandon the park. Yeah. They should have just died. And he's like, but they didn't. They've survived. They're flourishing. There's an ecosystem on this island now. Because yeah. they find that out when the companies attack, and they're like, the dinosaurs are still alive. They shouldn't be alive, but they are. How long was it between the two? A couple of years. Wouldn't you think that some of the birds would have made it? That's the thing is, 
depending on movie continuity, at the end of, uh, I'm going to get into the book too a little bit, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to, okay, so there's a lot of different canons in Jurassic Park, and Jurassic Park, it's not a big one like Star Wars or Star Trek, but there is a huge devoted, devoted fan base okay. to these movies. That's why Jurassic World and some of the things it's doing is pissing a lot of people off. Okay. So but I'm going to get into... What do they call themselves? Dinosaurs? <laughs> They'll call them Jurassic Park fans, but anyhow. I'm sorry, Bob. Bob's getting frustrated <laughs> with me again. Sorry, guys. So, in the novels, several dinosaurs did get off the island. Okay, that's like what I the, like like there are raptors in Central America, there are cumpies in Central America, and there are pterodactyls flying around Fine, the world. Yeah. Like, but no one's get, unless you have one, and like show it to someone. Here's the thing: officials can be bribed, things can yeah. be buried. So Should there, there are dinosaurs on the mainland in oh, the so novel they version. That in the novel, they've gotten off and they just kill them or whatever. Like if there's not that many people, in vi- unless they're gonna attack villages, if the dinosaurs are just gonna stay in the wild for most parts, so they're not gonna have too many encounters. Fine. Yeah, yeah, true enough. Fuck, that's cool. But uh, Sorry. so dinosaurs have gotten the island off the island in the novels. Same thing with video games. It centers on dinosaurs getting off the islands. I remember I played the one Jurassic Park video. I've played a couple. For Sega Genesis. I've played a couple for Genesis and a couple other ones. But anyhow, so they realize there's this island full of dinosaurs now. They're like, holy crap, the dinosaurs are still alive. Yeah. Like, it's unbelievable. They use the incident of the poor security for the island. That's when Hammond's nephew wants to take over. And he says, okay, we're going to take these dinosaurs that already exist, that are our assets. We're going to put them in a park in San Diego. Because the original plan of Hammond's apparently was he was going to have a theme park in San Diego, just like the zoo. Then he said, no, I want to go grander. I want to have my own private island. To to do it and show up. Yeah. The zoo. Yep. So we're just going to start small. We're going to rebuild our investors. We're going to take the dinosaurs off the island and bring them to San Francisco. And Hammond's like, that's a bad idea. I have learned from my mistakes. Come on now. He's like, these uh, these animals should be isolated. They should be left to their own devices and we shouldn't interfere anymore. So to get support from the UN, he says, I need documented evidence of these creatures alive, living, and showing that they should be protected. They're not genetic monsters. They're living animals we've brought back and they should be treated, you know. Just let them live on the island. So he sends in Ian Malcolm's girlfriend because she's an expert because she Ah. came when he was injured and he told her stories about like being attacked by the T-Rex she was like one of the only people who believed him and he's just like yeah there was dinosaurs they've died off again now but I was attacked by Tyrannosaurus Rex and she believed him but then then when they find out the dinosaurs are still alive she's like I gotta go I gotta see see these dinosaurs I think Malcolm was alive (laughs) no she she wants to see she wants to see because she's a carnivore behavioralist right oh She's like, I need to see these animals alive in their living state because, you know, I it's what I do. Right. And, like, Ian Malcolm, you know. So, they go to rescue her, basically, and go with the expedition. So, it's yeah. Ian Malcolm, Vance, what's-his-face, the weapons expert, and then Ian Malcolm's daughter tags along and hides in there, too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the other group from InGen, InGen brings in, like, 40 mercenaries. Yeah. And uh, Roland Trembo to lead them. So basically, they get to the island, the hunters are gathering the dinosaurs, and the gatherers are preventing the hunting of the dinosaurs. Figure that one out. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. But uh, one of the things they do is they... You know what I kind of... Sorry to stop you. What I hate about movies kind of like this, the hunters always look like assholes. Yeah, but Roland Trembro is like one of the heroes of the story. 
He's if you watch the deleted scenes, yeah. the, the bald guy with the fang, he was in Alien Three. Okay. Yeah. Like he's he's the leader of the hunters. Yeah. He's not a he's like a hero. He saves them when they're off the cliff, pulls them up, keeps them safe, takes out the T Rex. Yeah, but I mean, like hunters' portrayals in movies. Yeah, like it's super bad. I would argue in Jurassic Park 2, it's not that bad. Not as bad. The thing is... Jurassic World, real bad. What's the new one? Jurassic Kingdom, real bad. Yeah, whatever. It's But, okay, so... <laughs> the group of hunters that they assemble... Yeah. They are in it for the money. That's all it is. That's it. But, they're getting paid to do something. The real villain of this movie is Hammond's nephew. Being a, just a dick. He's going to try... He says, we're going to catch these dinosaurs, we're going to put them in San Diego. That's the guy. So they're trying to load up all the dinosaurs. See, that's they have these assets, and then they want to open a new park in San Diego. That's what this is all about. It's got like having an aneurysm. He's like, I, he's I, like, ah! Together, and I'm going, what the fuck, Jurassic Kingdom? So basically, at one point, they do capture the juvenile T Rex from a T Rex nest, yeah. and to draw out the bull T Rex, so they want to hunt the bull T Rex. Yeah. That 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 was uh, Roland's. He, he's like, I've hunted every animal on the planet. I want to hunt a T Rex. That's the only way you're getting me to lead your stupid exposition. Okay. I so can't remember. I'm, it's very familiar, but I can't remember. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. So, basically, the gatherers find the T-Rex. He's like, oh, when they were rough handling, they broke his leg, so they fixed his leg up. Well, the T-Rexes show up, take their kid away, and then they just, like, spurg out and destroy everything on the gatherer's side. They're like, ah, they're eating Eddie Carr, throwing him out, ripping him in half. And he's like, he's like, oh, we can't kill them. They're just protecting their baby. They're like, ah. Just killing everybody. (laughs) They're like, like, fuck this trailer. Push it off a cliff. Fuck everything. And that's after the gatherers destroy the hunter's camp. So at this point, both groups have to come together and try. The plan is they're going to get to the radio station in the interior of the old jet. So basically, they have to avoid the T-Rexes that are following them until they get to the interior with all the other. And then they come to the long grass. With the raptors. And this is where the raptor nest is. So they basically have to fight off the raptors, get to the radio. And uh, that's what happens there. But, during, while they're escaping, Roland tries to kill the T-Rexes, trying to eat them. Yeah. Well, you know, Vince What's-His-Face took the bullets out. So, he's got no bullets. So, he has to trank the T-Rex. He fights the T-Rex with the trank and wins. And as the, everyone else is being rescued, yeah. they have the bull T-Rex and the juvenile T-Rex. So, they're like, we got two things. Almost all our crew is dead, but we got two exhibits for the zoo. We're good. So, they, uh, put the T-Rex in a big cargo hold and they bring yeah. him to san francisco they're like well he was starting to od so we gave him you know something to counteract the tranquilizer and then they like supercharge him now he's like full of adrenaline psychotic and thirsty and he just goes on a rampage <laughs> through san diego did they kill it no they end up getting the kid back because they took the kid to like yeah. the nursery so they put the juvenile t-rex in there and they drive so then the t-rex is chasing them through san diego they get it back in the boat and stupid Luglow tries to grab the juvenile T-Rex again, and then, like, he ends up trapped in the car with two T-Rexes. And then they send him back oh, to the I... island. And once they're back on the island, you can... Do that you... songbird moment, eh? It's like... This, 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 is a, this is a critical point in the so, podcast. Super critical. Once they get the T-Rexes back to the island, at that point, they're like, okay, yeah... 
a T-Rex just rampaged through San Diego. You cannot hide this. Yeah. So at that point, Hammond does this speech. He says these these animals should be isolated. They should be left without contact. They should be just cordoned off. Like we may have created them, but nobody owns them. They are living animals in their own ecosystem and they should be allowed to live peacefully. At that point, Island Sorna becomes a UN Costa Rica wildlife preserve where you're not allowed to enter. Okay. That's very important because it's going to come up later in my complaints. Okay, so that's that one. That's two. That's Jurassic Park, Park 2. two right? Yes. Three, third one, Jurassic, no, what's the Jurassic Park 3. Yeah, Jurassic Park 3. What happens in that one? We're going to get into that. Okay, so main character list is Dr. Grant again. Yeah. He's the main character. So... Another thing, divorced family, woman marries new guy. It's the names are the Kirby's of this of this family, right? Do they suck things in and then become them? Obviously, like this is a really yes! weird movie. Like at one point, Mister Kirby eats a dinosaur and he gets T Rex arms. Like, <laughs> 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 no, okay, so there's a this lady she remarries, right? Yeah. So her and her boyfriend and her son. So they want to go on dino tours. Okay. So it's like, you know, it's like really sketchy third party. It's like, oh yeah. So here's what we do. We're going to take boats. We're going to go around the island, just, you know, skimming on the barrier of where you're allowed. Yeah. And uh, we're going to let you parasail around the island and, you know, look for dinosaurs on the coast. Okay. And uh, so they go up, him and the kid, they're up there in the air. It's like, and it's like, oh, it's getting pretty rough and there's fog below. And then finally, when you see the boat again, it's just torn to shreds. There's nobody left alive in this boat. They're like, down. And they're like, at that point, it makes you wonder because like the boat is in the water. Yeah. So like, obviously a dinosaur got, but like it's like which dinosaur? So anyhow, the boat's gonna crash, so they have to cut loose, and it's like we can't land in the water. So they go and land in the Why island. Land in the water. Because there's obviously something in the water. It ain't the friggin' boat. <laughs> Does it ever get explained what's in the water? You know, it's implied to either be pterodactyls or like a big, you know, the thing in Jurassic World, like the big. Ooh, I like that thing. Yeah. I like that big thing. <laughs> you know what I'm talking fan, about? The, big fan of that guy. The uh, big iguana, whatever. You know, yeah, the, 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 the crocodile with the uh, flippers. That gigantic one. Yeah. Yeah. Big Some, something like that. Hey, we're bros. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, kid and, and the kid and their boyfriend end up on the island. Yeah. It's quarantined. No one's allowed to go there, but the kid is trapped on the island. So, so, so the Kirby's are like, okay, we need, we, we need to find our son. So they get back together, do kind of a scam thing. And they're like, oh yeah, I'm a wealthy investor guy. Da, 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 da. And they go find Dr. Grant and they're like, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll help fund your research on velociraptors. If you, uh, come with us on a charter plane, we've, we've got permission from the Costa Rican government. We're just going to fly over the Island looking for dinosaurs. You know, it's like, we would just like your expertise on it. So Dr. Grant has a, uh, assistant now, Billy, Okay. but, uh, Billy's a girl. No, Billy's a guy. Oh, okay. So they're like, Oh yeah. Well, this, you know, at one point Grant in the movie is at a like seminar doing information. And he's like, Real dinosaur study happens in the ground. You know, these creatures that Dr. Hammond created, you know, they're closely based on dinosaurs, but they are genetically modified. You know, like, as he points out, he's like, oh, yeah, there was frog DNA in there, bird DNA to fill the sequence in the gaps. So true study of actual dinosaurs should be done with fossils and fossil record. Yeah. 
And everyone's like, well, if you had a chance to go to site B, like, would you? It's like, there's no way I'm ever going to that island, you know? That's never going <laughs> to fucking happen. So, Sorry, I'm, I'm doing some just stats on the movies just to see how well they did. Yeah, Jurassic Park 3 was a flop. <laughs> but fucking the first Jurassic Park box office, $1.029 billion. Yeah. In 1993. That's what I'm saying. You 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 don't seem to understand that Jurassic Park has a huge fan following. That's crazy. They've got books. Like, they had comics for the longest time, too. Yeah, sorry. Uh, okay, keep going. I'm, I'm still listening. Okay, so like I say, so they end up saying, just come on this flyover with us. And, uh, yeah. So... Then he's like, oh, look, there's a uh, there's a group of brachiosaurs over there, and he's pointing at dinosaurs in the plane, and the, everyone on the plane's like, do you see anything? Nope, nope, no. He's like, there's clearly dinosaurs everywhere. Like, this is amazing. Like, look yeah. out this window. Like and they're like, oh, no, no, I don't see anything. It's like, well, look for a good place to land. He's like, you can't land this plane. <laughs> and then they knock him out. And then he, and then he wakes up. They've already landed the plane. He's like, oh. he's like, what are you guys, like, what are you doing on this island? We have to leave now. He's like, don't worry. We've hired, like, security professionals, you know. Yeah. Well, everything's under control because they have a couple mercenaries with them, like three of them. William H. Macy's in that? Yeah. I've, I don't think I've ever seen it. Well, I mean, it's spoilers for you then, too. But, uh, so then they're out there and his wife, Mrs. Kirby's out there with a the megaphone. She's like, Ben! Whoa. Ben! Just like speaking into a megaphone. And then at one point, you know, one of the two mercenaries runs in and he's like, start the plane, start the plane right now. (laughs) So so, so it's like, what happened to the other guy? They said, we're leaving, we're leaving. So they get up, they get up on the plane and they start going down the runway, right? Yeah. So they're going down the runway. They're about to lift off and the other guy runs out. He's like a little ragged and bloody. And he's like, stop, just stop the plane. So, you know, they're like, oh, I can't stop. I can't stop. And they're lifting up, lifting up, lifting up. They're like, ah. And then just about as they're about to go over him, a dinosaur runs out. A dinosaur called the Spinosaurus eats the guy and hits the plane. So the plane kind of. Yeah. Right back to the ground. Spinosaur attacks. They barely make it away. And uh, they get away from the Spinosaur who manages to kill a T-Rex. And Spinosaur is the real villain of this movie. It's like the spectacle. Yeah. But uh, then Raptors attack. They, they attack, they show a lot of interest, and uh, then for some reason the whole movie they're following them. The raptors are actively chasing them, because Billy took raptor eggs and put them in his little bag, because he, he said, if I got these raptor eggs, we can sell them, and that'll secure funding for our research. Wow. And they, Dr. Grant's like, Billy, you're just like these people. Ah, da, 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 da. Anyhow, they run away from the Spinosaur, they ended up together again, yep. as a group. And they go into the aviary. And they're like, what the hell is this? And they're like, it's a bird cage. Oh, fuck. <laughs> right? Yeah. So that explains supposedly, you know, where the majority of the birds and yeah. pterodactyls are. A couple got out before, but like most of them are in there. And during the escape, Billy, you know, he sacrifices himself to save the kid. And he's like, I, and Dr. Grant's like, oh, I shouldn't have said that to him about how you're the same as these people. And yeah, yeah. He's all upset. So they managed to escape out of the Avery, but the gate doesn't actually close all the way. So now at this point. Fucking birds, get out. Yeah. <laughs> yes! So uh, they end up fighting off the Spinosaurus. He finally runs away. They make it to the end. And during the fight with the Spinosaurus. Dr. Grant calls Ellie, who's now married to a U.S. senator, and he's like, help! Help! Like, who the fuck is this? 
Yes. So they find they get to the beach. The raptors come. Yeah. They give them the eggs, and the raptors are just like, "Ooh, what are we gonna do with these guys now? We got the eggs back." They're like talking back and forth. And Dr. Grant has a 3D printed like vocal box that yeah. Billy had made because they actually found one intact. So he starts like speaking raptor into it to like confuse them more. They're like, they're like, look at him, look at everybody else, like look at each other. What the? <laughs> It's like when you get a deer in really close, then you throw a deer collar. I was like, what yep. the fuck was that? And then, uh, same deal. And then uh, they hear something, so they run off. Well, like, the Marines and the Navy, everybody, like, all these, you know, amphibious APCs show up on the beach. They're like, are you all right? And, is that the end? Yeah, they get off the island, and it turns out Billy survived. He actually floated out to the outside, and they found him in the water, and they bandaged him up. So it's like a happy ending. Um, I but, was uh, looking at the box office for each of them. Like, yeah, did it ever take a fucking tank? Hey? Well, yeah, like, and that's the other the thing first is... first two had small budgets, too. Smaller, like $60 million and $70 million. Yeah, but yeah, inflation, whatnot, and whatnot, and whatnot. Still, but... Still big budgets. I forgot my favorite line of three. Three isn't a great movie. Eh, three it's okay. the original cast, either, does it? It's got Grant. It's got Ellie. Okay. But, uh... Yeah, my favorite line is, is like, you know this island. He's like, I've never been to this island in my life. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, you, you wrote that, that book. It's like, it was like, that was Island Nublar. This is Island Sorna. <laughs> He's like, how many, how many islands are there with dinosaurs? On them? Yeah. That becomes an important part now. Because, right, here's, here's where things are going to get weird. We're going to talk about Jurassic World. Yes. Okay, and here's the other thing. The Spinosaurus wasn't on InGen's list of dinosaurs they brought back. So this is there's a lot of retconning going in here, too. But at one point, they point out the Spinosaurus wasn't on the official list of dinosaurs that were okay. brought back. That That is verified when the movie came out. Yeah. So they did try and, like, at least do a little bit for... But the, for like, well, we're going to talk about the stupid backstory and all this other nonsense. But then fast forward, Jurassic World comes out. Now, you've seen Jurassic World. So I'm going to let you do a little bit of talking and thinking, and then we're going to talk about it. My favorite part on Jurassic World is when the pterodactyls attack, like, in the, like, big eating area. There is a guy who grabs his drinks. He he literally grabs his drinks and runs. It's great. (laughs) So that, I don't, I I can't remember. I read something afterwards that, like, that was, like, um, uh, it was somebody or something. Anyways. I literally, like, laughed so fucking hard when I saw that in the theater. Because I was like, did anybody else just not see? People are, like, looking at me because I'm laughing hard. And it's this guy in this Hawaiian shirt and a hat running, like, with these drapes and, like, just chucking it. So, yeah. I, um, anyway, so the movie is about they reopened Jurassic Park, right? Jurassic World. Yeah, no, but it's it's the old Jurassic Park. Correct. But the park is actually called Jurassic World. Okay, yes. So they've reopened Jurassic World. On Island Nublar. On Nublar. Um, they go, like, everything is kind of going good. They have it established, like the gates. They have those round pod things. Um, the spheres. The spheres, yeah. Like, things are good. Um, Chris Pratt, fucking doing Chris Pratt things, training. So they've engineered raptors that won't attack humans. Like, kind of like breeding them like dogs almost, correct? They're doing a raptor behavior program. That's the thing. It's that 
it's never made clear in the movie, I don't think, but uh, all the raptors are in that movie are actually bred differently with different genetic makeup. Yeah. Like, some have iguana DNA, some have, like, vulture DNA, Dang. some are, like, they're all different, they're all different variations of breeds in this movie yeah. for Blue, Echo, Delta, and Charlie. Yeah, super cool. I, I really enjoy that part. Yeah, that part's not bad. I do. Um, so, then they try, they create, or they try and create that other dinosaur. They, they have, okay, so I'll step in for just a yeah, second. So, like, I, I, I know the movie, I just can't, my, my recollection's terrible. When they reopen Jurassic World is bought, okay, InGen, the company owned by Hammond, is bought out by the Maserani Corporation, yes. and Mr. Maserani is played by Pi. Yes. <laughs> but, okay, so they get permission to reopen the park. As yeah. an attraction from the government. So they've... And the complaint is with every year, attendance drops a little bit. So the ways they're getting DNA in the movie is still... They're getting it from the bones. They're getting it from ice. And they're getting it from fossilized mosquitoes and amber. So yeah. they're still... Like, a lot of this, they're looking for new genetic samples, and right? That's a huge thing, like that mosquito and the amber. Yes. That is, isn't it... Yeah, yeah, sorry, amber. But anyhow, so they are always looking for genetic information so they can get more dinosaurs added to the roster, right? Yeah. That's why it's like, okay, we found this, we've coded this and this, okay. But it gets to the point where even new dinosaurs aren't, you know, it's like we need something big to draw the crowd in. Yeah. So they decided to design a new dinosaur, not based on anything else. The yeah. Indominus Rex. The dom- yeah, and it is smart. It is... Big. Big. It can camouflage. It can hide its temperature. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, right there, I'm like, you done fucked up. You done fucked up. Well, like, Jurassic World takes a drastic change of the movies when you think about it, which we're going to talk about once yeah. we finish the synopsis. So, basically, you yeah. care if I do some step in? Nope. By all means. <laughs> okay, so everything in the park's going swimmingly. Raptor program. They, there's a engine employee who's like, oh, Mr. Military, I want to militarize these dinosaurs to the raptors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. I want them to go into a cave and eat everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I saved wolf pups when I was in Alaska. But, uh, so they go, they want Grady, Owen Grady, who is Chris Pratt, yeah. to go in and, uh, they want him to check out the Indominus, the the cage, see what the behavior is, because you're like, you're a raptor expert, you're, you're our guy, we just wanted you to check this out. And he's like, okay, you want to check out a different dinosaur cage? And he's like, this dinosaur was raised alone, it ate its sibling, and it's all messed up. And uh, he's like, they go inside the cage, because they're like, where is it? And it's like, were those scratch marks there before? So they go yeah. inside the cage, and they're looking for it. And then, that's you know, that's when Claire's like, Oh my God! It's in it's in the pen with them. It's been in there the yeah. whole time. Yeah, I remember that. Suddenly, they open the pad, and Indominus gets out, and then all hell breaks loose on the island. Yeah, and the, her two nephews are visiting because their parents are getting divorced. Yes, just like in this whole thing is a soft reboot of it Jurassic is. Park. It really is, and like now that I you told me about Jurassic Park two, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, like literally. Yeah, it's it's note for note almost. Uh, <laughs> it, so anyways, yeah, the the kids are out. They just, their, their auntie's like, 
just get out of here. Here, you can get into anything. And that's when... The poor British assistant gets eaten for no reason. That's when the Dominus Rex escapes. When, as soon as they hop into the balls, they get, like, the guy gets the phone call. He's like, dude, shut it down. And the kids just left. And, uh... And then they count six dinosaurs. I only count five. There's six, because he's right behind. Yeah, well, uh... And you know, like, they, it has that good, like, that brotherly moment with them, where he's being a dick to his brother, and he really is, his little brother, and then he's like, no, like, dude, we'll just stay out for a little bit longer and check this out. Like, trying to do the cool brother thing, and that fucking backfires like a bastard. There, there are elements, like you say, like that, that I actually, I, I don't mind Jurassic yeah. World. No. It's just, when you get into the part where I can't shut my brain off anymore, that really starts dead. to bother me. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I'll let you keep going. Sorry, I just wanted to add my two cents on that. Part. So, Indominus attacks, and then their solution to that is let out Rexy. And then Rexy and Blue fight off the Indominus, because before that, the Raptors was like, nah, we're with him now. We're with the Indominus. Sorry, Owen. Bye-bye. And then Owen takes off their video cams. They're like, yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll go come back to you. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, so, yeah, then it, they lure... The Raptors kind of lure... The Raptors all get killed except for Blue. Blue goes gets unconscious. Then yeah. Rexy fights the Indominus. Then Blue helps Rexy. Yeah. And then they Rexy. push it all the way back. And then the alligator eats Indominus. Over, yeah, right close to the pen. That's such a badass moment, too. But another thing that bothers people, that pen was clearly on the interior of the island. And then they change it for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, where it's right on the shore. I know. I, I know. <laughs> and there was no gate there. Yeah, I know. So, definitely. Well, let's get on to... Well, well yeah, that, then it gets eight. That's the end of the movie. And, that, and, that, and then then Rexy and Blue give each other the nod and wink at each other. They're like, they're they're like, the they're like dubs, check them. They give, they give the guns. <laughs> guns, wink, and nod. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed Jurassic World for those reasons. Like, it was a good reboot to it. Not if you were to retcon it, though. Now let's let's talk about complaints and backstory in this movie. Yeah, All right, let's get to the next one. Let's just do this one, and then we can go back. And then complain about everything. Yeah. All right, you, some... you you got Fallen Kingdom. I'm just gonna sit here without my mic because otherwise I'll be grinding my teeth. Okay, so Fallen Kingdom, they go back to the. Have you seen Jurassic Park two? It's Jurassic <laughs> Park two with a volcano. The volcano. So they're going. What what's his face? I don't know the guy's name. Owen Grady. I'm not even going to say the names. Anyways, he gets talked back. He's such a reliable narrator. I know. He gets talked back into going back to the island to go. They, they're trying to find Blue and bring back. Like, they don't they want to send him to an island? They want to put him on another island. This this movie has so many problems related to all the other three movies yeah. in the world that I wanted to get into it first, but we'll do it after. And they're all going to. All these animals are going to die because the volcanoes are going to go off and they want to transport them to another island. Which, it, they already have an island, but it's not talked about. And also, apparently Hammond had a partner that they never talked about and the dinosaurs were actually made in the basement of the house instead of being made on Site B. Which doesn't make sense. But, anyway, and he also cloned his daughter. Spoilers, by the way. That's what broke them apart. Hammond. Yeah, that's what broke them apart. Okay, so... If you go into this movie completely blind, like and you, Scott was, and you only have seen Jurassic World, good movie. I would go with good movie. He could just turn his brain off like that. I, I could do it for most things, but I got to the point I could not do it for this movie. I, I, I went with my two little kids.
kids. You know, it is okay moments. Like, there's moments in the movie that are great, but if you stop and think about it, it's bullshit. I know. I, but it was kind of cool just to see that, like, awe moment with my kids when they're, like, watching it. And they're like, holy shit. Like, look at these dinosaurs. I love that. So for, for those, that reason, it, it, it did better than expected for me. Because I didn't want to see this movie. It was between this and Incredibles 2. And I wanted to go see Incredibles 2. That's right. We should review that movie at some point. I want to see it so bad. When it comes out, we'll review it. Yeah, just quit going to Cranbrook. We'll go to Lethbridge and go visit Kate and see it at the movie mail. Yeah, maybe. But anyways, yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. It's action-packy. They take them. They're going to sell them all. They invent another new dinosaur because that's fun to do when you're super rich and the old man dies because his assistant's taking over all of his shit and selling smothers into the blanket you smell there's pillow pillow blanket what pillow he, he kills the old man <laughs> a little girl sees and she's like oh no i'm a clone and then she releases the dinosaurs yeah then she releases the dinosaurs and they run into the city because why the fuck not i guess and then, I don't know. See, that those the ending was like, I was like, what the fuck? Why the fuck would they release them? And then the the cool part at the very end was that you get to see the pterodactyls flying beside the vehicles and stuff. And this is our new world. A Jurassic world. Like I pointed and out, Jurassic World is slowly becoming Resident Evil. Now time for the complaints. I'm not even going to let Scotty do the rating for Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I'm going to start whining and we're going to debate things. What was the sense of having Henry Wu be a supervillain? They bring him back from original Jurassic Park. Instead of just being random researcher, now he's supervillain. Is Henry Wu? <laughs> I am Henry Wu. Ha 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 ha. Ha Bask in my glory. <laughs> Henry Wu for the win. Then mic drops. Okay, so I got lots of problems. So we're going to talk about the same time. Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Maserati Corporation. Mr. Maserati said, I... I bought this from Hammond to all, you know, I bought this company from Hammond to honor his dream. Well, Hammond's dream was to leave the island dinosaurs on Island Sorna in the wildlife preserve, 87 kilometers away. It's UN and Costa Rica owned. According to supplementary materials, the island was strip mined and those dinosaurs were all brought to Jurassic World, which leads into my first question. Where are all the Velociraptors on Jurassic World? They only have four. Because they were deemed too dangerous to be an attraction. And there are several different groups and packs of Velociraptors on Island Sorna. And here's the thing is, they get in trouble for like any death in these movies. Because it's like, oh, now you got to pay out all these. You're telling me they managed to do an operation of taking every single dinosaur off of a nature preserve without anyone being horribly killed. Have you ever seen the pig man, Bob? (laughs) (laughs) They just flew a helicopter over with a 50 cal. Yeah, but that would be killing the dinosaurs. Here's another thing. Supposedly, supposedly all the dinosaurs were moved from Sorna to Nublar. Supposedly. 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 Which is bullshit. (laughs) If you got, I wish we were recording this to see the the fucking benefit Bob's mouth. He's just like, this is fucking bullshit. Oh, oh it, it is. Here's the other thing. is There's only one T-Rex in Jurassic World. That's true. Rexy. Rexy is still alive from the first movie. Yes. 
and all the other Tyrannosaurus that they would have brought over from Island Sorna are absent. The Spinosaurus is absent. Yeah. And here's the thing is, it's a UN protected, Costa Rica protected preserve. Yeah. And if Maserani said, I am going to honor Hammond's wishes, there's no way they would strip mine a protected wildlife reserve. Come so on. That's, yes, that is fan Bob, nonsense research. I'm ignoring that completely. Bob, why the, can't you just enjoy the movie? <laughs> for the purpose of this discussion and review, we are going to assume that the fan-made site of Dino Protect Group that stupid-ass Trevorrow gave to the fans, we're going to ignore that completely, all right? <laughs> So we're operating under the assumption that there are still dinosaurs, at least on Island Sorna. We're also operating under the possible assumption that like in the books, and with how bad people are doing these things, especially with pterodactyls, there are dinosaurs in Central America. Possibly compies, velociraptors, and pterodactyls. I agree. So. So that's, from, from now on, we're, this is our, our assumption. Sorry, I'm, I'm comprehending, yes. So that's the assumption that there are dinosaurs on Sorna. They're in the wild. So we're going to, we're going to, for our purpose of our discussion, we're going to operate under that principle because like, it's not in the actual movie when they state this, they never mention anything. We're going to operate under the possibly incorrect assumption, even though if it is intru- you know incorrect, assume, yeah, I'm just pointing out, <laughs> this is all bullshit. So we're operating under the so proper bad. assumption. I've that never seen salt like this come out of Bobby. It's just bullshit, bad writing. Like, all these movies. It's bullshit bad writing retcons, which yeah. is just pissing people off. I'm not the only one pissed off. I like to point this out. So we're going to operate under that theory that 87 miles away, yeah, there are dinosaurs on the island. And in Central America, there are dinosaurs already. Yeah. So what the fuck did they need the hunters for? Because like, like, mostly people want to hunt these. Hunt or armor them. Yeah, but so now just <laughs> listen, all right? Yeah, listen in more. That's the first thing. We're assuming that there are dinosaurs on the other island. We'll assume, for all intents and purposes, they cannot be really dealt with because of the UN law saying we cannot. And the other thing is supposedly the corruption and bribing of officials with the government. That's how they got permission to open the park again. I remember that. Like, opening the park deliberately goes against Hammond's stance of the nature park. Yeah, because he wanted it to be preserved and for the, the animals to live freely. So let, 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 let's, let's assume, like I say, Sorna, left alone, protected. Yeah. They get, and here's the thing, Jurassic Park in movie continuity apparently was not firebombed because Rexy survived the whole time on that island. True so enough. during this whole time, there's been dinosaurs on two islands. Yeah. There's been two islands full of dinosaurs and possible dinosaurs in South America for the whole continuity of this series. Jesus. So I got... really fucked. Yeah. We'll just say this. Really <laughs> We're gonna. I don't care. Quit looking at the clock. We're getting into this. <laughs> Gotta what? We're gonna go. Keep, we're leaving for camping. I'll straight up murder you, Scott. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Scott's like, I can't podcast. You're right. I give up on this debate. But anyhow, you win the debate, Bob. I there's dinosaurs on two islands, which means there was obviously probably at least double the. There was in theory. Depending on if you go on book or movie continuity, there would have been ra- raptors on Nublar or no raptors. If the raptors were breeding like they yeah. were in the book, because remember they found that patch of eggs? Yeah, yeah. If those were the raptor eggs there, 
there are still raptors on island nublar too so you're gonna have raptors on sonar nublar and possibly south america so right there there's so here's the thing when, when they took the park back over yeah. when they repopulated nublar and added in all the extra stuff repend everything they could have killed off all the raptors okay it is a potential there Maybe. but then they started the raptor breeding program right because so, they yeah. they were too dangerous to be left on the island but they're like okay we're gonna have this isolated unit just to test their behaviors yeah. and we're gonna pay for that over there it's not gonna be part of the park it's gonna just be isolated and safe so they do this right yeah then Jurassic World goes to a shit. It's yeah, they, the whole incident happens. They say, okay, the island is going to explode. So we have to save the dinosaurs on the island. Yeah. We're going to track them with their trackers. We're going to bundle them up and we're going to take them to another island. Another, another island. Island three. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we, we, we need blue because she needs to be a mother. That's so stupid for this yeah. indominus raptor. But o- operating under this assumption that they need to get the dinosaurs off the island. Yeah. If Blue is a Velociraptor and they need her DNA, there should be wild Velociraptors on Sorna and possibly South they America. DNA from. Yes. Yeah, they didn't really need her. <laughs> but they kind of talked And they already had they already had Raptor D- they said she has more empathy. Yeah. Because they wanted that specific breed. Yeah, so it wasn't We, we, we could argue about this long and long and long, but the main point is it's baloney. It is. The whole, if you stop back and think about Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, having the dinosaurs on the island on Nublar has really no effect on Sorna. Sorna would still have dinosaurs. There's to be dinosaurs in South America. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. If It's like <laughs> they made up their own continuity when they made Jurassic World. Yeah, that's why there's that joke. Is like, why are you wearing that Jurassic Park T-shirt? Yeah. You can't wear that. Yeah, and like they have Jurassic <laughs> Park vehicles still in the ruins. Yeah, and so, the point is, if they left the ruins in there, did they really do a thorough job of cleaning out the pens before? Well, what they should have done was just been like, look at, we're rebooting Jurassic Park. Not, not we're fucking, we're not gonna look back at anything, but we're gonna try and make it like this is a sing- a continuation of Jurassic. That's the thing is, and they're turning it slowly into, we're going to have all these, it's going to be Planet of the Apes with dinosaurs. It's going to turn into Resident That's Evil. That's what it feels like. Honestly. It's going to be freaking Resident Evil movies, which is the worst Resident Evil continuity. No, no, I have one better. It's going to be the <laughs> Land Before Time. <laughs> Land Before Time 19, Buddy's Adventure. But it's going to be Jurassic Bubbles, <laughs> or Jurassic Park Bubbles Returns. Well... I would love to sit here and argue more full of venom, but apparently my associate has to go camping. So this has been Bob with the BNS awesome podcast. I hope you enjoyed our hate filled vitriol of the Michael Creighton. We we need one more thing from you. What would you give Jurassic kingdom and Jurassic world? I would give Jurassic world a 2.5 to three ghosts. I had moments I enjoyed. Stick with a three on it. But uh, Fallen Kingdom, I'll give it a two. It's not a bad movie in and of itself. But if you think about it, it really bothers if, you. Yeah, if you've seen the other ones <laughs> and you like your continuity. And then the fact that it's just a poor ripoff of Lost World. It really is. Uh, <laughs> if you have kids and they have never seen a Jurassic movie, it is fun. It will have them scream 
He'll do all the Jurassic Park things. You know what I like about Jurassic Park? If you go to Universal Studios in Osaka, there's a whole bunch of different exclusive Jurassic stuff that you can't get anywhere else, and their version of the ride's actually pretty fun. Oh, really? That'd be cool. Like, there's like, on monitors when you're waiting in line, yeah. it's like, it's got some of the original actors, all different stuff they filmed for the rides, but it's all different Japanese localized stuff, which made me laugh. But yeah, so I would say if you have kids and you have not seen it, I give it a three. Check it out. It's a good watch. See, I just gave a lower rating, and you say I, I never give just a lower wait, rating. <laughs> just wait, though. As you said, though, with all of the retcons, in- inaccuracies <laughs> in the retconning. It, like I said, it would have been easier if they would have just went, look at, okay, we're reboot, we're just restarting the whole thing. It's not going to be, have any continuity with the other ones. This is its own property, a new property, and it would run fine like that. Like, really, like, I'm going with you on a two just because of what you told me and, like, how much I realized number two and this are, like, are the fucking spitting image. Like, you could spit on the same thing and people wouldn't tell the difference. I quite enjoy that the they just got those four people to get blue and then they immediately backstabbed them for no reason. Yeah, just no reason at all. <laughs> okay, shoot them. So I would give it a two for that reason. Personally. Like I said, if you have kids that are, I don't know. I would, I would argue that if you have kids, you might as well just watch Jurassic Park. Yeah, but... It's got the Spielberg charm. Five, see, but if you have kids <laughs> five to ten, you want to go to the movie theater, go check it out for sure. Three, you'll you'll enjoy it if you just turn it off, turn off, and just watch the movie. It's like Ready Player One. I was about to say, I was like, oh, you want to play this game? All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I, I know, I know where it was going. It's like Ready Player One. You turn it off, he, he, and you don't think about it. It's half decent movie. He saw me grab my microphone and start thinking. He saw my thought bubble with Mecha Godzilla <laughs> in it, and he's like, oh god, I gotta jump on this. <laughs> you told me about the retconning and stuff yeah that's a fucking piss off because like i said ready player one i fucking hated it <laughs> fucking despised it because i enjoyed the book so much so uh i would give yeah that's what i'm gonna go with i'll go with the same as you but like i said if you have kids that haven't seen it three maybe even a three and a half it's fun well that amazing vitriol out of the way i am bob of the bns awesome podcast you can't find me nowhere scott Where's take it away find you one spot if you go over to the gmails and go type in bns awesome podcast at gmail.com you can contact bob that's right i could give out his personal twitter but i know he wouldn't like that <laughs> you can get us on twitter at bns awesome pod you can also find me streaming over at www.twitch.tv backslash inkguy. Um, I'm also an affiliate partner now with Twitch. So I got a little emote and I got some other cool stuff. An affiliate? Yeah, you can, you can donate money to me and stuff. It's kind of cool. Um, we are also now on Spotify. We are also now on YouTube. We are also now on Stitcher and iTunes. You can get find us all on those. The BNS Awesome Podcast. And once to make Scott presentable enough, we'll put those intros and we'll put our interviews up. Yes, we still have so much stuff to put out. They're sitting there waiting for Scott to stop wearing that wife beater. Scott, take that wife beater off. Budweiser, king of beer. All right, we out. <laughs>